Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Crypt. My name is Tanner Sherlock, and that one... Chris Berardi. And we did it, team. <laughs> that, Guys, uh, we had to stop recording and redo that because Tanner and I are incompetent today, apparently. Yeah, yeah seriously. Uh, the coronavirus has us all out of sorts. It's the, it's the virus's fault. It's not ours. I was going to blame it on my nervous system disorder which is making me very loopy today <laughs> but, my name is but i don't know what your excuse is uh corona uh so we're doing a tanner episode and i have a very ex- i'm very excited for this cryptid because I, tr- I was doing research and i was like hmm i want to take one that like I, I really like enjoy like something that i know and i'm really curious about and i found the best one i could have okay tanner yeah calm down slow down a little bit you're very excited. You're going very I know. fast. I'm sorry. When I get excited, I talk really fast. I'm sorry. How's your week I'm... going? How's my week going? It's going fine. Classes are like giving me a lot more work than I expected, but yeah. I'm still getting it all done. Everyone's like, been giving me so much work and I'm stressed out of my goddamn mind. Yeah, I know. I was very surprised because I was like, I would have assumed that we would, you know, have an easier amount of work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently fucking not. So, I'm fine. How's your week going? Um, I'm on day three of, like, a migraine. But it's, that like, sucks. not a migraine anymore. It's just, like, there's a blanket on my brain. And so, it's it's not it's not doing it totally. But it's, like, almost it's doing it It's not doing today. it. I mean, hey, that's <laughs> better than not. Exactly. So, I'm doing better than I have been. I can see light again without wanting to die. So, better is good. I'm happy. Better is good. Um, okay, awesome. So, uh, the cryptid. I'm really, I'm really excited. You're really a... just jumping in. Like, normally it's yeah. like 10 minutes before we no. get to the cryptid. Yeah, We're only no. two minutes in. And yeah, I know. going for it. Yeah, I know, because I'm really excited. Because I have a good amount of information, and I have thoughts, and I'm, I'm really excited. Oh, uh, boy. All right. So, so, Chris. Let's jump right in. Yeah, Today. Today. We're, we're going to do We're going to do the, the, the. the Shut up. Sh- shut up. Sorry. The mo- the the Olgoy Korkoy. I'm so sorry. Um otherwise known as the Mongolian deathworm. Jesus Christ. So 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 I've known about this cryptid since I was a child, right? And everybody knows about this cryptid tanner. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I was really excited to talk about it. And so yeah. I just want to say before we get into it that I did a lot of research and there actually isn't that much about this one. Like, like the stuff I have, I searched like a lot, like all over the internet. I've searched as like all over articles, like, and I could only find basically what I'm about to tell you now. So it's a rather obscure cryptid, like surprisingly. Uh, well, not obscure. That's a it's lot just of a, them. Like, yeah, like, like, like here's the thing, right? I... This one's a famous one, so I was like, oh, there has to be, like, a lot of stuff about this. But I, there wasn't. There just wasn't. I was very surprised. There's, like, a good amount of um, more famous ones. There are ones that I think are, like, more well-known or more famous that it, it's still, like, really hard to find information on. Cryptids, yeah. man. Nobody researches <laughs> them. I don't know why. Like, You know what's crazy uh, is that, like, cryptids are somehow cryptic. It's insane. I would have never guessed. Wild. Um, so with that being said, the Mongolian deathworm is said to exist primarily in the Gobi Desert. Um, it's a common piece of folklore, uh, from Mongolia, which hence its name, right? 
Uh, Why does Gobi sound like a really delicious, like, Japanese candy to me? Uh, it's a, it's a cute name, Gobi. Like, whenever I see the Gobi Gobi. Desert, I'm like, that's a cute name. Because, like, we have, like, we have, like, we have, like, we have, like, Death Valley out here in California, right? Like, that's our desert. But, like, out in Mongolia, it's, like, the Gobi Desert. And it's, like, whoa. It's, like, Uh, that's adorable. Yeah, exactly. So the yeah so the worm first comes like into the western like collective conscious uh around in like the in 1926 i believe um under the release of roy chapman andrew's book on the trail of ancient man where he um talks a little bit about the mongolian death worm and he questions the creature's existence um Roy Chapman Andrew is somebody who kept coming up in my research because, you know, he's basically the person who introduced the worm to the West. Ah, alliteration. And from what I can tell, he just really doesn't believe in it. But because he's the first person to really mention it, he gets a lot of like, like notes, like a lot of people note him as like important, you know? Wait, so he wrote a book and he mentioned it in the book, but he doesn't believe Correct. He he like he's like in the book he like describes it a little bit and then he's like I don't believe this is a thing though. Um and we'll get to why later because he has some inter- he and some others have some interesting points. Okay. Fun fact, he was also the president, I think, of the Natural History Museum for a little bit. Um pretty interesting well, guy. Right Chipman That's Andrew. rude. If he doesn't believe in cryptids, how could he be president of a natural history museum? That uh, seems cryptophobic to me. <laughs> coin that word trademark cryptophobic <laughs> tm 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 yes yeah, so, well, let's write a book called cryptophobic you can write a book called cryptophobic it's no, just it's people gonna be called cryptophobia it's exactly be a memoir about you shut up <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. that's that's actually really funny um <laughs> so uh really interesting figure you should look him up if you have time also i forgot okay i forgot to get my tangents out the beginning I, I I've been watching more Gilmore Girls uh, updates. You've been tweeting um, so much about Gilmore Girls. I know that's like all of my friends been like you tweet so much about it. I'm like yeah, because it's fucking amazing. So uh, I I just finished I have a thing episode to tell eleven you, but after the show. Anyways, continue. Okay, okay, I just finished episode eleven. Uh, Paris is a bitch. So the appearance of the Mongolian Paris death worm. Paris is a bitch. Paris is, is a that bitch. what the episode is called? It's actually called Paris. It, Paris is burning. Something like that. Uh, it's a long story. Paris I'll... is Burning is the um, title of an actually really important documentary about the ball scene for, um, for like, the queer community. And I guess, like, the trans community and such. And the drag community. The, we're making all sorts of connect. It's a conspiracy. Gilmore Which Girls I watched is... yesterday. Hadn't seen it in a while. Still good, but there's a lot of really interesting commentary. But this is the wrong podcast for that. <laughs> <clears throat> the Mongolian deathworm is said to be, quote, shaped like a sausage at about two feet long with... N- <laughs> Shut up. God, gross. Oh, gross. Disgusting. Ew. With no heads it. or legs. Yeah, I hate you. Um, <laughs> the deathworm is said to be so poisonous that even just touching it... Sorry, said to be so venomous that even just touching it means instant death and a lot of pain. There have been other cryptids that we've talked about that have been, like, really venomous. That's like, oh, if you touch it, it's bad. I can't remember which ones now, of course, because I have the memory of a goldfish. We both um, do. It's a problem. It's such a problem. I can't remember anything. Okay. I had... Okay. 
this is a tangent but mm-hmm. was it yesterday no i think it was on sunday i was like in my kitchen making myself breakfast and my like whole family was like up and about and like doing things and i guess they were like talking i fully wasn't listening but apparently i responded so but they were like oh we're gonna do family yoga and apparently i was like yeah sure but i have no memory of saying yeah sure and then they were like come on we're doing family yoga and i was like no yeah um i can't relate to that because i like I've trained my ears to pick up certain phrases. And when I hear, hey, let's do a group activity, <laughs> I always tune back in and I'm, I remember at, like the past 10 seconds just enough so I can say, oh, no, we're not doing I that. I think I'm not that's doing when that. I like tune out. You know, that's your problem, man. <laughs> that's your fault, friendo. Um, sorry, yoga, Mongolian death room. The Mongolian death room does yoga. Uh, so <laughs> it's in my favorite episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I haven't finished that show. I don't remember that episode that you're talking. I've been, I've been I'm obsessed joking. with. I'm joking because the way you said it made it sound like, like, the gang and the Mongolian deathworm do yoga. Anyways, that's pretty funny. Uh, Pepe Sylvia. So the venom. So the Mongolian deathworm can project venom, right? So it can kill you from a distance, and it can electrocute things from a distance, like an eel, but also like Electro from Spider Man. Because it can, like, project its electricity, like, out into the, like, air somehow. Incredible. It's Pikachu. I'm just saying it's Pikachu. So, we should, oh my god, we should make Pokemon with cryptids. (gasps) How is that not a thing yet, bro? We could draw cryptids as Pokemon. Oh, fuck. We should make a tabletop game where you catch cryptids and make them fight each other. Um, I actually am working on a TRPG that I haven't touched in a really long time because my life is a hot mess Where yep. um, about cryptids. Anyways, if so, that ever exists, God's schedule and mental health forgiving and physical health. Look, there's a lot wrong with me. Anyways. <laughs> so, so the venom can also corrode metal somehow. Um, I don't know how that even is works. Is it acid? No, it's venom. It's like I it was nothing was mentioned of acid, just venom. I mean, if it can corrode metal, I'm going to say that it probably has some acidic properties I mean, to it. It's been a long time since I've taken a chemistry class, but couldn't something that's also really basic corrode metal maybe, something like that? Cuz there's acid like acidic and basic. Um it's like pH levels, right? Like I think Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm thinking it's been it's been since like high school since i've taken chemistry as well hey one of us was a stem major for a while so look uh i was a physics major and it didn't end well and now i'm making a podcast about cryptids so (laughs) you know fair enough uh just how life goes what were we talking about the mongolian deathworm it's acid (laughs) it actually (laughs) just drops lsd sometimes who knew (laughs) i was you know what's funny sorry yeah. we both have so many tangents we this is why we do them at the beginning of the show so we get them all out of the way but now it's just coming on i'm so You're sorry also talking so fast i know i'm insane. sorry i'm very you excited sound like a, like okay so you know on sitcoms when they drink too much coffee oh oh okay so you know that episode of young justice where um uh-huh it's well, it's see my face it's the episode that impulse comes from the future and then he and like the flash are talking and kid flash is standing next to them and he's like yeah i don't know what they're saying because they just start talking faster and faster and wally's just yes. like what the hell is going on here yes it's like that 
Yeah, that's what you're doing right now, though. I'm sorry. I'll slow down. <clears throat> the Mongolian deathworm oh, is no. said to live in the most arid and sandy areas of the Gobi Desert. Some say that its skin... You got, skin... like, quieter, too. Like, I can barely hear you now. Some say that its skin is also an exoskeleton that molts when it's injured. We're going to get to that later. Yes, snake. Oh, boy. Maybe it has a mouth. So um, some reports say that it is a little, like, just worm and doesn't have a mouth. Others say that it has, like, like, like a mouth with inward um, sharp pointing, like, teeth, like a maw of teeth, you know? I have a stupid question. What's that, Chris? How do worms eat? So uh, I read a I, I read a little bit about worms. Um, turns out worms. they breathe through they breathe oh, through their skin, and I believe they collect nutrients in a similar manner. They might have either tiny mouths or they co- do it through their skin. Wow! But I'm not a I biologist. I could be wrong. I don't want to soak up the nutrients. That is the there's Can a I character just roll in the dirt and just soak up them good dirt nutrients. There is a character in Metal Gear Solid who can do photosynthesis through her skin. Uh, uh, poison Ivy much? Wait, I don't think Poison know. Ivy can do that, can she? I couldn't tell you. She's not one of my Man, favorite Man, I need villains. to read up on Poison You know Ivy. who we should ask? Hallie. Because Hallie loves Poison Ivy. It's true. She gets all itchy, like her leg, but she loves it for some reason. I don't get it. Because Poison Ivy's dope, bro. I was making a little joke about actual poison ivy. Oh, haha. I didn't yeah, get it. Went straight okay. over my head. I wasn't uh, I listening know. to you. Oh, Can you tell? Poor, poor misguided silly Chris. Pat, 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 pat. So, <laughs> You're welcome. So uh, many reports say that the Mongolian deathworm travels underground, uh, like digging through the sand, creating waves of sand on the surface, which is how you can see it. Like a like a sand shark, like a land shark. Mm-hmm. Um, it usually comes to the surface when the ground is wet uh, from rain, as worms do. Uh, it's said to prey on camels and leg lay eggs in their intestines. Wait, which is kind of gross. Does yeah. it kill the camel and then lay eggs in the intestines? Yes. Or does it like yes get it, a camel it, it, to eat it? Lay nope. eggs in its intestines, and an alien moment happens. Like no, oh god, that's later. horrifying. No, it eats it, and then it lays eggs in its intestines, which is a thing that actual like insects do, for the record. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but like apparent- mm-hmm. an alien moment, man. With but with a Mongolian deathworm, I don't think. So we're gonna. So this get like it gets a little more weird. We're gonna get there. Um, we're gonna get to an alien moment. Sort of. Oh, You'll oh. see. I'm so excited. Apparently, it likes the color yellow. I love the color yellow. Um, it reminded oh me God. of like how Maybe a the bull. Mongolian death remember the same favorite color. Yeah, Chris, do you? Wait, your favorite color is yellow? Yeah, I love yellow. Ha! <laughs> Lame. What, what, Everybody what, knows. What? Everybody knows that red is the best color. I knew you were going to say that. And Tanner, why is that? What? What is the reason for your favorite color being red? Would it have something to do with a particular robin? You can't see me, but I'm I'm clenching my fists and my teeth. I can picture so, it in my head. So, uh, shut up. 
the <laughs> Mongolian death room's preference towards yellow reminds me of like a bull, you know, like even though they can't see or like they don't actually care about the color red, bulls don't, right? Like in bullfighting, you always see the red cape when you're watching cartoons yeah, 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 like yeah. Looney Tunes. Because it's me like, of that. Uh, bulls, bulls hate the color red and they want to exactly. fight it. Exactly. Even though that's how it works. <laughs> I wish um, that was how it works. Hey, what if mm-hmm. anytime you wanted to fight someone, <laughs> it was like... <laughs> Can we create a new custom where anytime you want to go fight someone, you have to like get like a red cloth and like hold it up to them as like a I challenge thee. Like you know how you like wave a white flag when you surrender? What if like the symbol for war or to like fight was you wave a red flag? Hey, can we just have a flag system where we all carry around flags? Hey, so, okay for Okay, where do I start? So first off, what if we instead had a like tradition where we didn't fight instead world peace? Am I right? Chris wants that would to, be nice. Chris wants war. You heard them. Uh, second I mean, of all, I don't, we, but... we already have a system of flags in the navy uh, for the ocean. Yeah, but I want one for the normal people. What if I could just carry around like, a bunch of bandanas people. in my back pocket and I could just wave them when I feel a certain way? Are you telling me that people who like work on the ocean are not normal people? Well, I mean, like the, the everyday Joe ain't gonna ain't just gonna be on a boat, Tanner. What about the rest of us? What about the suburbians? <laughs> Jesus Christ, the suburbians. That's another or the cryptid. city folk. Shut up. What? That doesn't that pe- plenty of people who are from the city fucking sail. What? You know what I mean. I don't think I do anymore because, like, you're not making a lot of sense, Chris. I think I'm making perfect sense. You said it yourself. That the Mongolian death room hibernates every month of the year except for June and July for some reason. Yeah, it does. He's sleepy. I'd be sleepy, too. I am sleepy. Tanner. Can I? take a nap in the middle of the podcast? (laughs) How did you know I was going to ask that? Hallie just insert a little bit of ASMR while we do our little nappy time. Jesus Christ. Um, hey, kids. Oh, God, stop. It's nap time. Nope. Oh, God. This is this is what I hear before my sleep process demon appears in front of me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Damn. Hey, kids. Is it's sleepy sleep time. Is demon? Like, basically, you? if you combined me with Mothman, just like standing in the corner of your room whispering ASMR. It's actually like, it's it's actually just you with moth wings and moth and an, like moth antennae. It's it's just you other than that though. Same clothes. Stop. Oh god. Oh god. Not again. Not again. Danner. Come play with me, Danner. Oh my god, it's so creepy. It's so fucking creepy. I don't think it's that creepy. I hey if you think Chris is a creepy person uh tweet at me yeah just at them not at me please just tell, let them know that you, they're fucking weird and creepy <laughs> and horrifying I never said I'm not weird I just said I'm not creepy so I don't think anyone I, would classify me as creepy so I don't know if insects hibernate a lot I know mammals do some mammals do but I don't know a lot of insects do. The um, snowy wasette hibernates until the winter months. And that's what you remember out of all of the sh- shit we've done on this show. That's what you fucking remember. <laughs> I really loved the snowy wasette. What can I say? Um, So, the Mongolian death word. Mm-hmm. Some say 
that it rises above the sand and inflates until it explodes, covering its victim in its lethal venom, but I think also killing itself. Wait, why why would yeah. it do that? No, that was my thought too. I was like, why the fuck? Like that like that's like a video game monster. Like 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 that's like a like people no animal would do that because it doesn't make any sense unless I was literally, like literally um I'm catching up on Critical Role right now. Uh-huh. And they were fighting in like a swamp and there were these like undead zombie things and some of them were fighting them and then some of them were just like getting close enough to them and then like exploding and like splashing acid on them. And that exactly. just reminded me like, of that. Literally, it's like it's such a like gamey thing, you know? Um I get that some Ew, organisms do you think they've got gamey meat? <laughs> I'm gonna ignore that. I get that like some organisms like do explode, but like it's a it's not just randomly, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's different. Like, they don't actually, like, explode or, like... Like, it's different. Like, this is so, like, not a thing, you know? Like, like say yeah. it does exist, it wouldn't do this, you know what I mean? What do you mean, say it does exist? We're talking about it. It exists. <laughs> if you if you say anything about anything, that's automatically true. Right, Chris? Yeah? If you read anything on the internet, it's true, Tanner. My teacher in high school had a quote, had that in quotes, and it said that, like, from Abraham Lincoln, and it was such a, like, cheesy, like, I'm a cool high school teacher poster. That's you're, great. You're, um, that's you, Chris. I'm a cool high school teacher? You want to be one. I mean, I don't. No, not literally, like... Like, like, I have, like, okay, that's so your you energy. have the mentality of a dad who's trying to be cool, and I have the energy of a high school teacher who's trying to be cool. Yes, yes, that's what I mean. Like, the energy, you know, as the mm-hmm. kids say. Um, so now we get into sightings. Uh, many people in Mongolia, throughout all the reading I did, um, like from Mongolia, um, don't believe that it's a myth at all, and like you know strongly think that the mongolian deathworm is just a thing that like is around like okay uh, so if the people uh-huh. who live in the place believe in the thing then the thing is real that's not how that works at all that is so not how that works um because most like people who did interviews and most of the like accounts in air quotes um were f- like second or third hand so like nobody actually claims to have seen it but they say that people they know have seen it um Nonetheless, they still strongly believe in it. There were, like, stories of people, like, moving, like, their houses, like, when they heard that reports were nearby. Um, There have been reports of, like, kids that have, you know, been killed from it with no evidence, of course. Stuff like that. Uh, So, in regards to the more um, detailed accounts, uh, in 1990 and 1992, Ivan Mackerel... Macker- Mackerly, maybe? McElroy? Sh- oh, God. Shut up. A Czech hey, author... Hey, how long has it been since I've talked about the McElroys on this podcast? Did- Travis oh. did a live stream the other day where he showed us his, um, his town us. Animal Crossing, and Griffin has also done one, and it's a very good time. Nothing is calmer than watching Griffin McElroy play Animal Crossing New Horizons. I want to play it so bad. Someone buy me a I know Switch. You do. I can't find them online. Anyways... So, Ivan, Czech author and cryptozoologist, took a team out to Mongolia to try and discover the creature. Cryptozoologist, And used a device to rhythmically thump the sand in the 
desert, right? Um, side note, that's how you summon the sandworms from Dune, uh, is by, like, rhythmically, like, thumping, right? Uh, so I don't know why he did this, because he used a, like, fictional, like, like, um, like, method to get a, to find a creature in order to find something that he's actually trying to discover in the real world, you know? I mean, you never Seems know. It worked in Dune. That's the worst argument, and you're the worst person. You know what? Never mind. Uh, in 2005, Richard Freeman tried but couldn't find anything. Uh, he is also an author, I believe. He thinks it's probably a worm lizard. Richard Freeman thinks lizard. it's a Mongolian other word. Death wimp worm is a worm lizard. A worm lizard? Yeah, so worm lizards are these... So they're not technically snakes, but they look kind of like them. Um, you can look up a picture after the podcast. They're kind of, like, interesting. Um, lizards are so cute. Can we talk about lizards? I've, I've loved reptiles since I was a kid. Um, <gasps> Tanner. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's get a lizard together. That's a horrible idea. I actually had a pet lizard for a while. Um, his name was Sly, after Sly Cooper, the video game. Of course. And he was a long-tailed lizard. That's what that species name was. Well, you know, common name. Mm-hmm. And I think he passed away after about a year. They only That's live so like two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I was little, my next door neighbor had a uh, blue-tongued skink named Klondike because he loved Klondike bars. Oh, that's um, fun. But then he renamed the lizard. I literally can't remember what he renamed it. It was something funny. It was like, it wasn't Professor Fawnsworth, but it sounded like Professor Fawnsworth. I was going to guess like drumstick or something like that, but I guess not. No, he named it like Professor Fawnsworth or something. But um, then the lizard died, and I was really sad because I also love that lizard. <laughs> Rip reptiles. <laughs> Rip reptiles, Bro. man. <laughs> Let's start a reptile podcast. Oh, my God. You know who would love to be on that podcast? Who? Brennan. Loves lizards. Like, his reptiles are his favorite thing in the world. People don't know who that is. Anyways, uh, David Ferrier. Tanner's best friends. What are we talking about? Oh, my God. David- the Mongolian deathworm. David Ferrier is who we're talking who? about. He is a New Zealand television entertainment reporter. Nice, uh, love he, that. He tried crikey. I love he tried, hey, Crikey. No, they don't he, say crikey. They're basically the same as Australian. Oh no, they're not. So they try. Oh, so he tried to find something, but he couldn't. Um, no surprises there. Wait, um, but why was he looking if he was like an entertainment host? Like he took a show out there. Like he probably like. What you know, was the like, show? Like a, um, like a news show, excuse me, like a news show. Interesting. Yeah, like, not like a, like, well, like, you know, like a daytime, like, news show, I think. Um, that's, like, all I know is that he was attached to a news show. I don't know where he did it from. I couldn't find that very easily. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't, like, there's, there's no footage or any pictures of this worm. And like I said, uh, all accounts are second or third hand. So there's a, a surprising lack of, like, actual sightings. Everybody just looks for it or say other people have seen it, but nobody has seen it themselves or says they do. So Tanner, you know what this means? What? We have to go look for it. Nope, that's not what that means at all. Tanner, that's, we have nope. to go find it. Expeditions are Tanner, really expensive. Tanner, I'm a poor college student. Shut Tanner, up. 
We'll buy a van. We'll drive nope. to the go- not again. Not this the Goji again. Desert. The Gobi Desert. Jesus the Gobi Christ. Desert. We'll drive American, to the Gobi Desert. Our American school system has failed, Chris. The Goji Desert. <laughs> Goji berries. That's, That's where you what got I've it. been thinking yeah. of. Goji berries, dude. Damn. That makes so much sense. Um. Okay. So, explanations for the Mongolian deathworm. So, it's worth noting that deserts are too hot for worms to live in. Too hot, hot damn, because police and the firemen. So, it's probably a reptile. Um, Worm. So, uh, Richard Freeman said it might be a a worm snake. Jesus Christ. Uh, Others have suggested that it's a tartar sand boa. Um, which is native to the regions, relatively th- uh, speaking, that the Mongolian deathworm is purported to live in. Um, the fact that it molts its skin after being injured uh, suggests that it's probably a snake or you know a reptile, because snakes especially are known for doing that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and uh, the tartar sandbow is also about the size. It's like five feet max i think so it's about the size of what people say a mongolian deathworm is right but does it look like a mongolian deathworm like are no, descriptions it... the same no it looks like a snake but but like descriptions are so like vague quote shaped like a sausage remember nobody says what color it is look, some people I... don't even agree if it has a mouth i really hope you know that currently what i'm picturing in my head from everything we've talked about yes is just like a sausage lying in the sand wearing like psychedelic sunglasses that's so you're so dumb that's what i see in my head right now i'm not gonna lie so just going like but it's just a sausage just like laying there in the sand the one thing worth noting yeah is that none of the explanations explain the like the purported like venomous capabilities of the Mongolian deathworm or the electrical discharge. So, so you true. know, so you can't prove it. Can't prove anything. Can't prove anything. You can't prove that it's not real or that it is real. I mean, you can't prove that it's not not real. Yeah, Chris, I hate that argument. We're literally at a standoff. Like you can't prove nothing and I can't, prove for sure anything you can't you you can't prove nothing <laughs> you can't prove nothing <laughs> uh so there the mongolian deathworm is frequently featured in media the three biggest examples that i could think of uh, and like find on the internet um one uh the sandworms from dune very popular mm-hmm. very well known um two the movie tremors and all its sequels it has like four of them uh sandworm type creatures are frequently you know are are the main monsters in that of Uh, course and an episode of what's new scooby-doo has gibby what's uh, scooby-doo they're coming after you we're gonna solve the mystery yep you know simple plan sings that oh yeah i do it is fantastic fantastic. fucking incredible um I was once in the car with my dad and he pointed to a billboard of Simple Plan. This was back in like 2006. And he was like, hey, you know, that's the band that sings that Scooby-Doo song. I was like, wow, really? And that's how I got into pop punk. Wow, this is some like deep Tanner backstory I'm getting right mm-hmm. now. That's mm-hmm. kind of wild. 
I know, right? Uh, so that yeah, that's about it for the Mongolian deathworm. Um, it's again pretty like pretty vague a lot of the time, and so it's very hard to discuss it because the details I gave you are, I think, all of the ones that we could find. Um, you know, other than more specific accounts of like searches and stuff like that, but those aren't really interesting because they don't find anything. Mm-hmm. Of course, like. National Geographic has like done stuff on it and they're like, oh, look at this camera footage of this weird shape. But it like doesn't mean anything, you know, because it's like it's just a weird shape, right? It's never like a snake or worm like shape. It's just weird. You know, it's stuff like that. Um, And I hate shit like that because it's so pointless and boring, you know? No, it's, it's like, why would I want to watch it's that? Mystery. It's mysterious. You're telling you me you want to watch is. a show talk? We watch some dude talk about a uh, cryptid for 20 minutes, show a single frame of like a triangular shape in the woods, and be like, oh, that's it. We discovered it. Case closed. That's what you want to watch. That's what you want to do. That with your sounds free time. like every cryptid episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved. And yes, I watched them all multiple times through. So, oh god, this is this is why we can't have nice things, Chris. We don't have nice things. I mean, I like my computer that's and true. my books. I miss my uh, my microphone. Yeah, um, it, it's a I, nice it one. It might be my insane Aquarius energy, but. <laughs> I've been in the bay now with like barely any of my stuff for two weeks, and I don't know how long I'm gonna be here because you know, shelter in place, man. But uh, stay inside, stay inside, folks. But so I'm like, I can just throw everything I own away because I don't need any of it, obviously. Um, I don't know that that's how that works. It's still nice to have things, but I don't need. Yeah. Anyways. This little tangent. Um, I believe there might be a D&D monster based on the Mongolian deathworm. At least I know there are giant um, worm-like like monsters in D&D. Yeah. There's also the land shark. I forget what exactly it's called, but it's kind of like that where it burrows underground, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, kind of. But that, yeah. Chris, I forgot. We're supposed to do this. Chris. What? On, on a scale of 1 to 10. How much... I feel like episodes that you run are much more chaotic than episodes I run. It's because I get really excited. And when you, don't when think you do... I'm excited? Well, no, we just express our excitement differently. Okay. Uh, when I get excited, I talk fast because my mind is racing. When you get excited, you can't speak English. It, you know, differences. That's because my mind is racing. Shut up. Chris Gallon, 1 to 10, how much you really in the Mongolian death room? Uh... This is getting boring. Why do we do this every week? I feel like it's because, pointless. well, no, when I do it, it's like the problem is me asking you, you always have the same answer and I always have the same answer, but I have a little bit more to say, you know, because like, I don't, I'm the one who needs convincing so I can like, you know. Okay. Okay. Fine. I have my answer. Yeah. Okay. There wasn't any confirmed sightings. Oh, fuck. But also... There is no explanation for what it is or what it isn't. So I'm going to give this bad boy a nine because we can't prove either way. We literally can't prove either way because you don't have any good solid explanations for how it doesn't exist. And you didn't find any good solid explanations of like 
reasons why it does exist. So I'm going to give it a solid eight because... You, you went know. oh you went down again you said nine initially so you went down oh. to an eight. Oh, oh went down the crypt the, oh. crypt the crypt can end we're done here that's all i ever wanted to do with my life i'm gonna go jump out this window now because i'm so happy oh my god don't no i'm not gonna do don't that. jump out a window you plebeian <laughs> you know what you know what's gonna convince me to not jump out a window calling me a club <laughs> you fucking uh, noob i of course Oh, Chris, Tanner on a scale of one to ten, how much? Tanner on a scale of one to ten, how much do you believe in the Mongolian death room? Uh, a solid one because even though it's really interesting, like actually, it's interesting because its vagueness also like kind of helps me to like be less resistant to it, you know? Because like with the because like with the Jersey Devil, for example, I don't like we haven't that done one the Jersey is... Devil yet, and my mom's really upset about it because she's from Jersey. And so we need to do it soon. I hey, okay, then I'll use another example. Like uh Bigfoot. It or no, like like Mothman. There's so much like detail Mothman. in Mothman that I'm like, of course not. But there's such little detail in the Mongolian Death Room that I'm like, huh, like How I does wonder. How more detail convince you less? Because it makes it like 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 Okay, would you believe in a polka dot pink and orange apple more or would you believe in a like apple more does that make sense no that doesn't make sense yeah i it may okay so like the more detail you add that's ridiculous the less i believe but like if you keep the details vague it's easier to swallow even if i still don't think it's real you know but then there's like less evidence for it i mean yeah but there's well there's no evidence for any of these things all the evidence is like stupid all the evidence is like stupid you sounded like a valley girl just then fuck you (laughs) fuck you oh my god tanner can we do an episode where we both talk in valley girl accents i will i would rather i'd rather drink bleach Oh my god, Tanner! Have you tried a Starbucks drink? And this is even a Valley Girl. Like, that, I don't even know what that was anyway. You know what I think that was? What? I think that was it for the crypt, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow us on social media, we are at Cryptcast1. Oh my god. On Twitter? No, we're not. At don't Cryptcast. Tanner. At Cryptcast2 on Twitter. Yes. Uh, that's, yeah, Cryptcast2 on Twitter. Chris is still mad about it? I am still mad about it. I also always put this in the link below. So if Tanner just confused the fuck out of you, just, you know, look at our, um, video description. Uh, and if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, uh, I am at Sherlock Tanner, and Chris is at CryptidBoy, Crypt with a K. Boy with an I. Yeah, boy with an I. Sorry. Forgot about that. Um... And that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with another, another episode. And Chris, you could finish this off. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay indoors, wash your hands, and until next time, creep it real. And remember that Bigfoot is the best at social distancing and be like Bigfoot. Yes.